Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having an absolutely terrific day today. And something that I saw this morning that was interesting. In the last couple days, if you guys have watched this at all, with the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell and having basically the congressional meetings. You know, yesterday, the Federal Reserve Bank suffered a huge outage, basically disrupted all of its services, hampering all their financial institutions from exchanging money electronically. It, it was a it was pretty crazy disruption, if you guys saw that. It happened right around 11.15 a.m., and um, basically, they didn't get stuff back up and running until, I think, 2-something, 2 two thirty, two forty five, something like that. And it was kind of a clear indication of why it's so important to make sure you always have some type of backup currency. And what's ironic about this is just for the last two days, <laughs> on Tuesday, the Fed, with Jerome Powell chairman, blatantly told Congress that the Federal Reserve is looking carefully at issuing a digital U.S. dollar, his words. He basically called the potential digital dollar a high-priority project according to his testimony, and he also said that he may need congressional authorization to roll out a digital version of the U.S. dollar. Now, ironically enough, you saw everything went out yesterday as well, which kind of shows you the problem when you start having digital currency. And this is where they're trying to roll everything to. And I was just having a conversation here in the office with Ruben and Steve about inflation. Everything is starting to go up, and people are going, oh, well, you know, some of the market's going up on this. Some of the stuff's going on that. You cannot start dumping trillions of dollars into the stock market without having some type of inflationary side effects, and we're starting to see the beginning phases of that right now. This is why Bitcoin has gone up so high, and I know a lot of people that have made a lot of money in Bitcoin and congratulated them on that. However, the markets are something that are very volatile. You need to be very careful and know what you're playing with right now because everything is starting to get very sketchy, and the hyperinflation is going to start to occur. One of my good buddies who's actually building a huge restaurant right now. You know, if you guys have heard me for the last couple of years, I've been building a house for over – Two, two and a half years. I'm actually just finishing upstairs now, but I got most of my material already months and months back because I saw what was starting to happen. The housing market in Florida has gone absolutely absurd. Not only are we like the fastest growing state where we are in central Florida, we're like the fastest growing county in the whole country right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so what's happening is because of the demand for the houses and the demand for the material, it's caused an increase in price, but also, too, because of the tariffs that came on from China and the inflation is starting to occur because the housing market is doing exactly what it did in 2006, 2007. It's literally bottle-rocketing up right now because of so much money and such low interest rates. My buddy that basically – he got a, a framing package. He put together a quote on it last year. Around September, just getting bids, and he was around thirty-five, I think, thousand dollars for his basic framing, and in, inside, <clears throat> and he went now, and he's getting the numbers again, and he he's almost a hundred thousand dollars for the framing package. 
It's gone up like 300%. I can attest to that. You know, you go buy a 2 by 12 pressure treated now. I mean, you're, you're going to pay arm and a leg for it. Same thing with plywood. Plywood's gone through the roof. And he got an asphalt bid last year, and it was like $88,000 for an asphalt bid last summer. Now the asphalt bids are coming in at around 180000 not 88000 180000 And a lot of this is because a lot of this construction boom that's happening down here, they're trying everything they can just to keep up with demand, and on top of that, with the extremely low interest rates, you have everybody coming down here and buying houses right now. And we're starting to see the exact same thing that occurred back in 2006, 2007. The only difference is now even to get a house, you still actually have to prove income. You can't just do what they did back then. If you ever saw the movie The Big Short, they went into detail on this. And basically they said there was no income verification, and there was like – no proof of job, no proof of income, nothing. They just give you a loan. It didn't matter what your beacon score was, and that's what caused the huge issue with that. But we're starting to see the same side effects occur, and now with the Fed pumping in trillions and trillions of dollars. When they said this when corona started, COVID started last year, they said we're going to pump up to $4 trillion into the stock market to keep it stable. Because It dropped all the way down. With Dow dropped down with 18000 I mean it nosedive. Boom. Like a rock in the water, and now it's up to like thirty-two thousand. And so you can obviously see that the economy has not been growing last year at all in most sectors, except for a few areas like Amazon and stuff like that. So what we're about to see in the very near future is now very clear. Now that the Fed is saying that they are discussing and looking very carefully at issuing a U.S. dollar, because remember, once they can start issuing digital currency. There's, there's it's nothing. At that point in time, they can do whatever they want as far as financial manipulation. They need to add another trillion here, we'll put a couple of zeros. They add another $10 trillion here, add another zero. Another billion here, $100 billion, it doesn't matter. It's literally going to be funny money at that point, and they can manipulate it as much as they want. And remember, they can devalue your currency as much as you want, especially for people holding real cash. And that, in my opinion – is going to be the main thing they do to try to force people to go digital is they're going to devalue paper currency. And that is going to be the hook that they get everybody on so they force everybody to basically come in now and exchange your dollars so you can get your digital currency, whether it's a cryptocurrency, whether it's a Bitcoin, whatever they want to name it, it doesn't matter. It's going to be some type of digital currency. So I just encourage everybody, make sure – you're using your head in the financial market right now, whatever you're in, make sure you're keeping everything tight. And of course, always be making sure you're stacked up on all the essentials being supplements, ammunition, food, water, gold, silver, any of those, make sure you cover your spread on all those. That's my opinion. I'm not giving you financial advice, but that's where I see a lot of stuff going right now in the near future, Deb. What do you think? I think you're absolutely right. And I don't believe for one second that the Fed went offline you know, by accident, I believe they're no. cutting in a new system. And what happens is we had the same thing happen at Health Masters years ago. We had to replace an old phone system, an old T1 system, with a new digital system because we couldn't get parts for the T1 system anymore. And we had to go offline. We had to, our phones had to go down while we were cutting in. I think they were cutting in a new digital currency system. Now, it'll probably run both systems. It'll probably run the old system and the new system together. They had to find a way to get it turned on. And you can't do that with the old system up and operational. So I think that's what they did yesterday. The Federal Reserve System is one of the most highly classified, most encrypted systems in the world. It has to be 
because of the amount of money that is transitioning through it every single day, and they can't have hackers going in there and hacking into it. And the fact that they didn't give us any information as to why they went down is negligent on their part. But again, remember what Alan Greenspan and all, all the rest of them said. The Fed does not answer to the United States government. It is an independent agency of central banks from around the world that are issuing our currency, but it's not subject to the laws of the United States. As long as you get that, you understand who these clowns are. This this group is just the group that could do whatever it wants to do, and there is no congressional oversight. It's never had a full audit. Ron Paul, a few years ago, pitched a fit when he was absolutely when he was still in Congress, and he had a partial audit done. And then we saw all of these horrible indiscrepancies and all of this trillions of dollars of unreported statements and financial transactions that were basically never reported to Congress. Fed just does what it wants to do, and that's what they're going to always do. They pretty much run the United States of America because remember when the Exchange Stability Fund came in in 1933, when they stopped allowing gold to be used in transactions and they seized all the gold, the Federal Reserve Bank at that point, the Fed, the Fed of New York took over the Treasury. And it's been that way now for 90 years. And it, the Federal Reserve Bank of New York pretty much runs the Treasury of the United States of America and does as it wishes to do. We are in the clutches of this demonically controlled group of people that basically is like a, a giant death cult, and they're the head of the snake. You go, wow, that's awful. Well, yeah, it is awful. I mean, these are some numbers that I got. Now, I haven't vetted these, and I haven't done the calculator to them, and a lot of them have rounded up. These are approximately what they did here in this new $2 trillion stimulus bill they're trying to get through the United States. You know, we could all get around $6,000 a piece if they just gave us the money, but they don't want to do that. They're giving they're putting in $300 million for migrant and refugee assistance. Now, I'm going to say something about this. There's no way on God's green earth that all of these numbers can be right. Now, here's why. The numbers are too big. They're just too big. Now, you know, it's trillions of dollars. I'm not disputing that these numbers are going to add up to close to $2 trillion. But what I'm saying is most of this money is being funneled into black operations and black ops and off-world stuff and weird stuff that we don't know about. A hammer doesn't cost $2,000, period, all right, when you start dealing with the DOD and everything else. But you're looking at $10,000 per person for student loan bailout. We'll see if they'll really do that. $100 million to NASA, but why, why $100 million to NASA? What do they have to do with, with COVID? $220 billion to the United States Postal Service, probably – you know, why not? They got to keep giving Amazon ridiculously low rates below cost. 300 million to the endowment for the arts because they got to promote more weird transgender stuff. 300 million basically for the endowment for the humanities. I didn't even know that was even a thing. 15 million for the veterans employment training. Uh, when that's basically going to be applied, I have no idea. 435 million for mental health support. 30 billion. For the Department of Education, we've got to keep up the Frankfurt School. We have to keep up the social indoctrination of the students. And then $200 million more to safe schools, $300 million more to public broadcasting, NPR, which brings us all of this unbelievable liberal programming, $500 million to museums and libraries. No way. No, no way. No way. It doesn't cost $500 million from museums and libraries. It just doesn't cost that. So a lot of these numbers are just basically bogus $3 billion to upgrade the IT department of, the, of, the, of Virginia? What? $3 billion? It cost $3 billion to upgrade an IT apartment. $100 million to essential air carriers. 
and on and on and on and on and on. You know, twenty-five billion for transit infrastructure—that's something they could actually spend the money on and fix bridges and highways. But this is what the Fed does, and what the federal government does—they just come up with these bogus numbers so they can fund their black ops all over the world and all the things they do. You say, well, why are they doing this? Well, because they're trying their best to bring in their new world order. That's what they want. Remember what Jesus said in the book of John. In fact, John 18, 36. Uh, it's very, very good. He's basically he's taken before Pontius Pilate, and he's about to get himself crucified because the Jews want him dead. And then he's talking to Pilate in verse 35. He starts off, and he goes, am I a Jew? Pilate replied, your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, listen to this, guys. This is what you have to hold on to. My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jews. But now my kingdom is not of this realm. Then you are a king, Pilate said. You say that I am a king, Jesus answered. For this reason I was born and have come into the world to testify to the truth Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. This is what Jesus himself said, because he knew the truth. And he was trying to tell us that our kingdom and his kingdom that we're in covenant with is not of this world. You think about it. He said he could draw down legions of angels to protect him when he's in the Garden of Gethsemane to basically prevent him from being arrested. He chose not to do that. Because his kingdom was not of this world, but yet he was so stressed out. Why? Because he was no longer in his, he was in his fleshly body. He was not in an omnipresent state. And he knew that if he was crucified, basically, and he returned to his omnipresent state, that forever and ever he'd be on the cross, along with being in the Garden of Eden, along with being at the Book of Revelation, that he would fill the entire universe, but he would always feel and experience. It's what was going on. That's why he was so stressed out, and that's why he loved he loved you so much that he was willing to do that. But we need to realize these same groups have done this to us too. The same groups that have done the Federal Reserve, that have done Hollywood, the same group has basically done this as far as locking down the United States. The only group that was powerful enough to shut down the entire planet were the Federal Reserve Banks, the Rothschild Banking Empire. That's it, because they control all the Congresses, all the legislatures, all of the judiciaries, and almost every single country they have central banks. That's how they had the authority to do that. Paul Craig Roberts wrote a really good article, and he said, The Resurrection of the Third Reich in America. Now, I'm going to read you this directly. I, don't, I usually try to paraphrase Paul Craig Roberts, and I'll do that in a second, but I want to read you exactly what he says. Yes, the Third Reich is undergoing resurrection, but not by white supremacists. It is the white liberals in the Democratic Party and their prostitute propaganda machine, the New York Times, CNN, NPR, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and the rest of the prostitute whores. That compromises the new Nazi movement. The only difference is that this time the target is white Gentiles. Yeah. The United States Holocaust Memorial Museum says that the goal of Nazi propaganda was to demonize Jews and to create a climate of hostility and indifference towards their plight. In actual fact, the purpose was more severe. The purpose was to deprive Jews of their dignity and the protection of law. This has now happened to white Gentiles in the United States. Now, guys, Sidebar, a Gentile is a person who is not a Jew. 
For example, as I reported earlier today, Jody Shaw, a white female staff member of Smith College and former times a prestigious women's college, now an anti-white propaganda institution, resigned, accusing the college of creating racially hostile environment for white people. Shaw said the Smith College anti-white racism left her physically and mentally debilitated. I endured racially hostile comments and was expected to participate in racially prejudicial behavior as I continued condition as a continued condition of my employment. I endured meetings in which another staff member violently banged his fist on the table, chanting rich white women. Every day I watch my colleagues manage student conflict through the lens of race, projecting rigid assumptions and stereotypes on students, thereby reducing them to the color of their skin. I'm asked to do the same as well as to support a curriculum for students that teaches them to project those same stereotypes and assumptions onto themselves and others. I believe such a curriculum is dehumanizing, prevents authentic connection, and undermines the moral agency of young people who are just beginning to find their way in the world. Wow. Now, I'm going to post this entire article by Paul Craig Roberts. It's called The Resurrection of the Third Reich in, Reich in America. Now, this is so important you guys understand that what's going on here, again, it's not that we've done anything wrong, white people. I mean, we don't own slaves, okay? We don't own slaves. It's that they don't like us because of the white Protestant work ethic and our association with Jesus Christ and exactly what Jesus said in the New Testament. Remember, to Jews, now I'm going to be very direct here. To Jews, the New Testament talking about Jesus, with him talking about the Jews, is anti-Semitic. Well, we say, well, wait a minute, Ted, you don't really believe that, do you? Oh, yeah, it is. We have to understand something, that the New Testament is anti-Semitic. It is. It really is. You read it, it is. That's how they see it. Now, I don't see it that way, but it's, ha- it's hammering the Jews because of their Baal worship because of Lucifer being their father as far as the Pharisees there and all of the other stuff that was going on in the New Testament. The same thing is true with the Old Testament, according to some of the Jewish scholars, is that it's anti-Semitic. It's their own book. It's their own book, but they consider it to be anti-Semitic. That's why they had to write the Talmud, the 37 volumes of their new book that they rewrote interpreting the Talmud, interpreting the Torah, As far as it was not clear enough what God had said, so they had to change it all. This is why they did that, to make it so it was, quote-unquote, not anti-Semitic, according to some Jewish scholars. Now, here's the thing. When is God anti-Semitic? I mean, did he make the Jewish people his people? Did he make them the chosen people? The problem is they continue to sacrifice their children to Baal and to Moloch and to Asherah, in the practice of the ancient Canaanite religions, and they put together the Zohar in the 70, 72 AD, which is part of the Talmud, which basically combined all the ancient witchcraft rituals into one book. So this is a weird situation that we all find ourselves in because our Old Testament is based on the, is the Torah along with the books of the prophets uh, tied together with our New Testament, but yet they don't want us to believe that any of that stuff actually happened anymore, and they're the people that were being talked about. So it's a strange thing for Christians to deal with this from a Christian standpoint because we try to be, as, how should I say this, as, as, as Christ-conscious and Bible-conscious and Word, the Word of God, the 
Torah and the New Testament, conscious as we possibly can be, but you got this entire group of people who basically have discounted it and say it's a book of fables and basically stories and just made up. I've heard them say that personally. So that's the Old Testament. So the reality is this. Are we as Christians going to stand for what we know is true? You know, the Bible's been basically changed and changed and changed and changed, and now it's taking he's and these and, you know, and, and she's out and it's trying to make it politically correct. We've got to stand with the word of God as was written in the original Hebrew and in the original Greek. We've got, we don't need interpretations and Schofield Bible references. It was done to the Christian church on purpose over a hundred years ago to basically defang the church and to take them out of world politics to allow the ascension and the rebuilding of a third temple to bring in the Antichrist, promoting a rapture to us so that we would no longer be involved with world politics. In fact, they're having such a pushback right now from evangelical groups talking about the COVID vaccine is changing your DNA and RNA. That could be the mark of the beast. That They're coming out now. The Washington Post has posted an article, not the mark of the beast. Evangelicals should fight conspiracy theories and welcome the vaccines. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, and then they quote the same quote that I told you in the Gospel of Luke. The Bible tells us about a paralyzed man who sought to see Jesus but couldn't get to him because of crowds. His friends found a way by cutting a hole in the roof and letting him down by his bed, by ropes, so that he could find healing. Similarly, listen to this. Listen to this. They take that scripture, and we all know it. I covered it on the show the other day, and here's how they interpret it. Similarly, in this time of the coronavirus pandemic, evangelical Christians should join with other Americans in holding the ropes for those who are in danger of serious health or death, and this includes urging them to get vaccinated. What? Who comes up with this stuff? And this is from the Washington Post. And the problem is Christians say, oh, oh, we've, we've got to do that now. We've got to hold the ropes for those being let down to the roof so they can be healed by the coronavirus vaccine. This is how twisted it is. And how messed up it is. Guys, you gotta realize something here. And I, I want to, I want to, I want to make this really, really blatantly clear with everybody right now because this product, this coronavirus vaccine goes through into the blood brain barrier and goes into the brain. You know, this construct by Moderna's own study does not stay localized, but spreads throughout the body, including the brain. This is found out in animal studies in bone marrow, brain lymph nodes, heart, kidney, liver cells. Doctors are saying that the vaccine does not cross the blood-brain barrier, but it's not true. It does. If it reaches the brain, there will be an autoimmune response, listen to this, that will cause inflammation. What characterizes virtually as all neurodegenerative diseases is inflammation. This misfolded protein that is characterized to Lou Gehrig's disease, to Alzheimer's, to Parkinson's, to Huntington's, they are different proteins. They tend to form these sheets of misfolded proteins called beta sheets. Now, if you're asking cells in various parts of the body, including the brain, to make a lot of these proteins and release them into the outside, we are sure of what it's going to do. It will cause increased clusters of misfolded proteins inside of neurons, inside of brain cells. This would be bad. Why? Because you're going to massively increase your risks of Lou Gehrig's disease, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's and early onset senile dementia and Huntington's disease. That's what this thing is going to do. Let me tell you why they're doing that, because these are generally diseases that are associated with aging. Here's why. They want everybody to be over the age of 50 
basically to have these different types of degenerative neural diseases because we are the ones that are holding the United States together at this point. Yes, we are. Whether you like it or not, the plus 50-year-olds, a lot of people like Austin who've been raised properly, are holding together the United States of America right now. Why? Because we have taught them how to be little Americans. It's kind of like Cicero was watching America completely fall apart, and he didn't know what to do. Well, yeah, because we're all being sent here to slaughter, are we not? This is what's happened to the United States of America. We have been cooked in the squat, so to speak, like my friend Zig Ziglar used to say. And what that means is we were getting ready to get up, and we basically got cooked, and we didn't realize what happened. But America is disintegrating. You know, Cicero felt this when he watched the Roman Republic destruct. Countries fall, listen to this, friends, because youth are born into the decline and are unaware of what has been lost. I'm going to repeat this. Countries fail because youth are born into the decline and are unaware of what has been lost because the new decline is what's normal to them. For them, what would have been unacceptable to previous generations becomes normal. Now, all these children, there's 45 different genders. You can go to the bathroom with a little boy or a little girl. It's normal. Pedophilia is good. It's wonderful. We need to keep promoting all this stuff. Let's throw some bestiality in there while we're at it. No, it's not okay. All of this stuff is perversion. The problem is the new generations are being born into this, and to them, it's normal. But I'm telling you what, guys, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, and we will call his name Jesus, for he is the Lamb of God, the Prince of Peace, and the Counselor. And guys, stay attuned to what your Bible says. Keep preaching the word in season and out of season and keep telling people the good news about Christ, that his kingdom is not of this world. And we have for the rest of eternity our time to spend with him in his kingdom. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? That's well said, and that's why we have to do exactly what you're saying is keep raising little Christian Americans. I've said this repeatedly, but this is the exact reason why they're indoctrinating kindergartner and first graders into this perverted ideology about transgenderism. It's not transgenderism. It's cross-dressing. It's a perversion. It always has been a perversion. It's never been okay, and if people want to do it, Again, as I told you, if you're a grown adult and you want to do this, that's your choice. But do not try to force these young, innocent minds to go along with your perversion. That's exactly what we're seeing now in the school system, and it's horrific. And now even worse is what we have seen with this this delusion state, this state of constant fear that children now have been subjected to for an entire year in the United States. There's an article, I'm going to put it on the website, and it was from Dr. Mark McDonald. And it's the name, title of the article was, is the world, is the, the world is suffering from mass delusional psychosis. It's a very interesting read, and I encourage everybody to read it. And it really makes sense to what we're seeing now. It's a long article. I'm going to read a couple little excerpts from it because I want to address this in detail. This is why we see what's happening now. This is why some people won't take off their mask. This is why some people, as they've seen in some security footages, if somebody gets even near them, they run away from them in terror. According to psychiatrist and medical legal expert Dr. Mark McDonald, the true public health crisis is not COVID-19 any longer. It is now the fear of infection. 
which has morphed and evolved into a form of what he calls mass delusional psychosis. He knows many have entered a state of hysteria when they even see an unmasked person. We saw this down in Palm Beach. You guys remember in the video, if you guys saw it, I played it on the Hagman Show as well, at Trader Joe's, when a dozen people walked into the store simply to buy food, completely healthy, very alert, very athletic individuals walk in with no mask. And the staff literally has a full-blown violent meltdown. This is exactly what Dr. Mark McDonald's talking about here. He said this highly irrational state has no basis in reality. Delusion is defined as believing something that doesn't conform with reality. There are serious concerns about the lasting effects this is having on children. Even when the statistics point to the extremely low fatality rate among children and young adults measuring 0.002% at age 10, the young and healthy are still terrorized by a chokehold of irrational fear when faced with COVID. He said delusional psychosis occurs when instead of facing reality, the delusional person would rather live in the world of make-believe. But in order to keep faking reality, they have to make sure that everyone else around them pretends to live in their imaginary world. In simpler words, the delusional person rejects reality. It's one of the reasons why you're seeing so many people who will happily approve silencing any and all medical experts whose views contradict the WHO or CDC. Obey the rules, they say, becomes more important than questioning if the rules were even legitimate to begin with. He goes, it became clear to me very quickly that fear has morphed and evolved, not just into I'm worried, I'm scared, I need to take precautions, but an actual belief that is against reality because the definition of delusion is something you believe that doesn't conform with reality. They believe they're going to die no matter what age, no matter what state of health they're in. If they don't leave their house with a mask on and gloves every day and run from other human beings, that is delusional psychosis. And they said one of the most traumatizing things you can do to a child is continually fearmonger them that they're going to kill their parents or their grandparents simply being around them. He goes on to say it is not normal for children to grow up thinking they're a danger to everyone else. It's not normal at all. And hysterical adults are mindlessly inflicting severe emotional trauma on an entire generation. The primary cause of depression, especially among youngsters, is disconnection from others. We need face-to-face contact. We need physical contact as well as emotional intimacy. Digital interactions cannot replace the most basic human needs and are inherently separating rather than connective. McDonald's cites recent CDC statistics showing that there has been an over 4 Hundred percent in adolescent depression compared to just one year ago. And in 25% of those cases, they've contemplated suicide. These are unheard of statistics, he says. Never before have so many teenagers considered committing suicide. This is a mass casualty event, and parents and adults are to blame because they're the ones scaring them to the point that they don't feel life is worth living anymore. It is up us adults to fix this, McDonald says, because children are not be going to be able to fix this themselves. Healthy people should never 
wear mask, social distance, or self-isolate. Not only are these strategies unhealthy from a physical standpoint, they also perpetuate the delusional psychosis gripping the nation and therefore must end. And I'll put this this article on the website. It goes into detail on some other stuff as well, but I just want to touch base on it. But he absolutely nailed it. This explains what we're seeing now. It's a delusional psychosis. People are no longer living in reality anymore. This has to stop, and that's why I've encouraged everybody, continue to get the truth out there and stand up for truth and freedom. As he clearly said, I've I've talked about this, so is Dad. Healthy people don't wear masks. This is why I've told my son repeatedly when he says, why are everybody wearing masks, Dad? I said, they must be sick, son, because healthy people don't wear masks. I said, are you healthy? He goes, yes, sir. I said, so you don't wear a mask? He goes, no, sir. I said, there you go. Problem solved in five seconds. And this is the world that he lives in now, and he's super mentally healthy, super active, runs around everywhere. A bunch of his friends come over all the time. They're always playing. And this is how children are supposed to grow up. And But yet we see this constant push now for the COVID shot, as Dad was just talking about, even though we've heard of and seen repeatedly people dropping dead, having seizures, going into cardiac arrest. Another incident now, it appears, a lady, a mother of two up in Georgia basically died shortly after getting her COVID shot, Brittany Perez. This is this is happening over and over. All day I'm getting these articles and I'm getting these stories. Now it appears to be the first case of a court-ordered forced COVID vaccination of a court in Spain sided with a nursing home to require an incapacitated woman suffering from dementia to get the COVID vaccine over her family's objections. Even though the Spanish government has obtained that the vaccine would be voluntary, the nursing home effectively took custody of the woman who suffered from dementia and vaccinated her without the informed consent of her family. The woman was deemed incapacitated to provide valid consent, according to the nursing home. Judge Javier Madin stated the court had a legal obligation to intervene and override the family's wishes in order to protect the woman's health and that his decision was not based on the welfare of others, and basically they were geared primarily towards the residents. He claimed he stated that his decision was based on what he determined was irrefutable evidence that not receiving the vaccine would be riskier than the side effects of the vaccine. This judge needs to be dropped from his pedestal because he's a blithering buffoon. If you can't read the research and look at the <laughs> the U.K., in the United States with the VAERS system, everything that's been showing this vaccine, this RNA injection, I should say, is not safe by any means. It is much, much worse than the virus from what I have personally witnessed and experienced, and it's not a joke. Now we're starting to see all this push, push, push propaganda, I told you yesterday, onto the doctors to try to force this, but yet – Nobody wants to talk about it. Everybody wants to live in a state of psychosis and delusion, exactly what McDonald would say, and that is needed. Remember, that delusion, that psychosis is needed to force people to get injected with an RNA shot that they have no idea the long-term side effects because they never, never would have been able to get this shot forced on everybody. If people were in a state of clear mental capacity, never would have done, never would have happened. Nobody would have gone along with it. People would have been like, dude, are you kidding me? 
You rushed an RNA injection technology shot that was never approved by the FDA before and after. It's only had emergency authorized use, and you tested it for two months, then told us it's safe. Then the CDC came out with, what, 22 lists of serious adverse events for medical staff to look for after the injection, and you're telling us we have to get it because there's a fatality rate of you know 0.01%? No, now that, that's going to be a hard pass for me. Delusional psychosis, clearly defined as we're seeing it now. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. The Biden administration, I I talked to my chiropractor about this yesterday. The Biden administration now has canceled Operation Talon, which was a Trump administration program aimed at removing convicted sex offenders living in the United States illegally. South Carolina Attorney General Alan Wilson has joined the coalition of 18 state attorneys to urge Biden to reverse the cancellation. Now, this made no sense to me, no sense to me, unless you're trying to promote child sex trafficking and pedophilia. What Operation Talon was, it was a federal grant program that was designed to support local and federal law enforcement at tracking down convicted sex offenders that were illegal aliens, basically, in this country. They were here illegally. They had been convicted, not suspected, convicted of sex sex crimes, primarily almost all of them on children from the research that I saw through ICE. That program was designed to find these individuals that are into sex trafficking that are here illegal, which is huge, huge, huge in other countries, find them, then basically arrest them, and then deport them and remove them from the country immediately. Operation Talon has now been fully removed from the platform under the Biden administration. Now, the only reason – I researched it because I was like, well, maybe there was something in here. No, no. It was fair, fair as I saw, a pretty legitimate program aimed at doing one thing, and that was finding basically child sex predators that were here illegally in the country, and they removed it, which tells me one thing. They – are about to try and ramp up the child sex trafficking in this country. Why is I saying that right now? Because I bring it up occasionally. Be very, very cautious about who your children are around, who you let around your children, and always keep an eye on them when they're out in public. And people go, oh, so you're just being paranoid. No, I'm not being paranoid. One of my best friends is a Polk County Sheriff. He has told me some stories that are absolutely horrific of stuff they've had to go deal with, with child trafficking. In this county, and we have a super conservative agricultural county over here. It is not a joke. It is a very serious problem. And now I told you guys yesterday with the mask and people running around, you can't ID them anymore. I mean I never thought in my entire life that people would be okay with people walking into a bank with a mask on. I mean it's, it, it's, it boggles my mind that that's acceptable. Now not only is it accepted, it's demanded. And now I told you before that video Lana showed me the other day of this mom, which she was super anti-mask. She showed how you can take a little girl – And within a few seconds with basically a hoodie and a mask, you can make her look like a little boy, and you don't even recognize who she was anymore. Be very, very cautious with your children around public. Watch out for people that look shady or sulking around, and also be very, very cautious on who your children are exposed to and who friends and houses they're going to right now because there is only one reason, in my opinion, why the Biden administration would lift Operation Talent because it's not about money. 
Obviously, it's not about money, as Dad just showed. I mean, they, they're spending money like drunken sailors. If they, if they can funnel money into something, they're doing it, even if it's $500 million to clean the Smithsonian. Oh, yeah, we're going to spend 500 Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're going to spend that much money to clean the Smithsonian. Get out of here. I mean, I can't even believe they think we believe that. But again, this is where we are right now. This is the slow fall of a giant republic that was once the great United States. And we have to continue to do everything we can to stand up for our rights and our freedoms the best we possibly can. And I encourage everybody, continue to get this information out there, continue to speak the truth, and continue to stand on your convictions, my friends. What do you think, Dan? Oh, very well said, Austin. And, and you know, and the thing with children – Remember the uh, the Talmud. The Talmud says that you can have child, you can have sex with a little girl, uh, starting I think at the age of three, and you can have sex with a little boy, you sodomize him until the age of nine. You think, come on, Ted? No, go look it up. It's sick. And and the, and the problem is, is this all based again with the Kabbalah? Is all based with the Zohar, which is all based on all of this stuff including, you know, homosexuality and abortion and all these different things are all promoted through this. And this is the group that runs the planet. And so they want to make pedophilia legal. It's an abomination. I, I covered it, talked about it the other day with what Jesus said. It better a millstone be tied around your neck, be thrown into the deepest parts of the sea than I heard one of these little ones because it was going on in Jesus' time, and that's why he called it out like that. Because, guys, it's so important to understand, this is not something that's happened in the last 500 years or the last 1,000 years. It's been going on since the ancient Canaanite religion, since the doggone Noah and the gang got off the ark and started refilling up the population of the planet for thousands of years. This has been going on for a long, long, long time. And this is the same group that took down Building 7. It's the same group that owns all of those big, you know, tracts of land all over the country because they've come in and done all of this through their interlocking corporate directorships and boards and purchases. This is the same group. And, that, and what we need to understand, too, is with this coronavirus stuff, when something's put under an emergency authorization that's never been tested by the FDA, never been approved, federal law prohibits employers and others from requiring vaccination with COVID-19 vaccine distributed under an EUA. We need to realize, we need to understand that. Ever since the Food and Drug Administration granted emergency use authorization for two new vaccines, employers, schools, and other organizations are grappling with whether to require COVID-19 vaccination. While organizations are certainly free to encourage their employees and students and other members to be vaccinated, federal law provides that at least until the vaccine is licensed, individuals must have the option to accept or decline to be vaccinated. That's why so many troops are not taking the vaccine. Knowing what an organization can or cannot do with respect respect to COVID-19 vaccines can help them and their employees and students and members remain safe. But guys, so much of what's known about this vaccine remains unknown. So I'm going to, I'm going to post this article. It's called Federal Law Prohibits Employers and Others from Requiring Vaccination with COVID-19 under EUA. I'm going to post this. You can read the entire thing and, and give that to your employer if he's requiring it. Now, we've had a nurse contact us on ST Brower Instagram, and I recommend that all of you guys – Get on that. ST Brower Instagram, because what we do is we give you the latest news, the cutting news, what we find out, a lot of references from the show, and we post it on the Instagram account, ST Brower, B-R-O-E-R, Instagram. And what one of the nurses on our Instagram account has said now is that they're basically giving them little 
stars or little little pins attached to their name tags to show they've been vaccinated to basically shame the people who are not vaccinated to let people know why aren't you vaccinated why are you not wearing your pin what is wrong with you why are you not doing this yeah yeah that's that's what that's going now in fact israel now (laughs) gotta love israel they're actually putting out a list of people that have not been vaccinated you think well that can't be possible oh yeah as israel reopens whoever does not get vaccinated will be left behind israel has raced ahead with the fastest covid vaccination campaign of the world now you got to ask yourself a question which vaccine are they getting i don't know you know you know what they're actually being injected with the government will reopen shopping malls and museums and gyms and cultural sports events hotels and swimming pools to the public to those who are vaccinated or can verify they have recovered from COVID, people who will have to carry a certificate of vaccination with a QR code known as a green badge. Masks and social distancing rules are still in place for everyone. Yuli Edelstein, the health minister, says getting vaccinated is a moral duty. It is part of our mutual responsibility. His mantra is whoever does not get vaccinated will be left behind. Edelstein said that unvaccinated employees whose work involves contact with the public, must be tested for the virus. Listen to this. Every two days, you get to have a Schwab shoved up into your uh, (laughs) sinuses. That's got to be really fun. Unbelievable this is actually going on. Guys, it's so important to realize that, you know, this this information that we're covering with you on this show, it's not being covered on a lot of alt-media shows. Why? Well, they don't really want to tell you the stuff that I'm telling you, I guess. By the way, Facebook has blocked all news from and about Australia. Wait a minute. Australian government caves and waters down the bill. Wait a minute. While Australia considers a law requiring tech companies to pay for news content, Facebook responded by blocking users from reading or sharing news about Australia. Australian publishers cannot post links to their own stories. Ordinary citizens cannot post links to any news stories. And no one in the world can post news stories that come out of Australia. The critic pointed out that the blackout is a stark reminder of the power of the tech giants. Update. After Facebook blocked the news about Australia, the Australian government conceded and offered to make changes to the media code legislation, watering it down and agreeing to not apply it to companies that could demonstrate they had signed or were attempting to sign enough deals with media outlets to use their own content. Wait a minute. That's the power of Facebook. The government caved in. And did what they wanted? Yeah, that's the power. That's the power of Facebook and what they can do and what they do and what they sh- should do and shouldn't do. Oh, by the way, Kumo must have gotten somebody really, really mad uh, because this this was the do boy, the New World Order. I guess he started opening up New York again and they started getting mad at him or whatever the heck happened. But he's now having a former aide bring forward sexual assault allegations against Governor Andrew Cuomo. So apparently he's getting the Trump treatment now and going to get blacklisted and basically marginalized and destroyed from a getting reelected part of what he wants to do. On Wednesday, former aide to the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, Lindsey Boylan, came forward with new allegations of sexual harassment and assault against Cuomo. The former aide claimed that Cuomo once kissed her on the lips without warning and also made sexual comments to her. Now, what does that even mean? I don't know. Uh, this, this is crazy. Now, I'm not saying if he kissed her on the lips without her permission, that's okay. But I got to stop you for one second. All right. We got to ask ourselves a simple question. 
let's talk about going out on a date. Let's talk about going out on a date back in 1970, 50 years ago. Let's talk about how many dates I went on, and I may have kissed a girl on the lips and didn't have her permission, and it may have been unexpected. Is this sexual assault? Well, yeah, it could be if you're not on a date, and it could be if you're on a date. I got that. I, I'm not even saying that what I did 50 years ago was right. But when you have alpha males around pretty females, sometimes somebody gets kissed. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Well, no, you should increase your testosterone. No, you shouldn't do that. It ain't right. Okay, so now you guys have sent me all the hate mail. I don't know. This is a weird world we live in. It's gotten to the point now that guys are scared to take a girl out because they're afraid they're going to get charged with sexual assault. Now, I'm not justifying what Kubo did because I don't like Kubo. But I'm just saying this has gotten stressed out and weird. The kids don't even want to date anybody anymore because they're afraid they're going to do something politically incorrect. But it's okay to use the bathroom with a little girl. And they're pushing this perversion of all of this sex with these young children. Where in the world have we gone? And what have we done to our country? Where did all the alpha males go? Oh, that's right. They left with the testosterone, didn't they? They left with the atrazine. They left with the Azulox. They left with the Roundup. They left with the bisphenol A with the plastics. They're gone now because... Estrogen is an antagonistic compound to testosterone, so you get a bunch of estrogen in your food supply and in the things that you're getting around you and in the fertilizers and all the other things, not the fertilizers, but the all, all of the pesticides and weed killers. All of a sudden, you find out that you don't really think that you should kiss a girl. So you kiss a girl and you get viscerated. I'm not saying you should kiss a girl in the workplace. Don't misquote me. I didn't say that. That's wrong. Inappropriate behavior. Always has been. But if you're on a date with somebody, you're not allowed to kiss them anymore. They're not allowed to kiss you. Where do you draw the line? We have to have something written out in triplicate? What the heck? I feel sorry for people that are single. What a mess. I mean, where in the world are we going with this? Well, we're going to a (laughs) hermaphroditic group of people that are going to run the planet. Everybody turns into a hermaphrodite. Oh, yeah, that's what they want bunch of sickos. I can't even believe these people actually come out and say the kind of stuff they say. But the New York Times, they're, they're pretty blunt about this, this liberal rag. They're saying that it's advising people not to think. Thinking requires using your unreliable brain and will lead you to conspiracy theories. Just believe whatever the New York Times tells you, and you will have an approved source of information. The New York Times regards its own propaganda as truth. You remember the, quote, violent res- resurrection at the Capitol in which Trump supporters were responsible for five deaths? No, insurrection, not the Capitol. It says resurrection. One of the alleged deaths was Capitol Hill policeman Brian Sicknick, who was allegedly beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. Well, now here are the facts. The mother of Sicknick said her son was not beaten with a fire extinguisher by a mob, that he probably had a stroke. Refuting reports from the New York Times and other outlets claiming otherwise, he wasn't hit on the head. No, we think he had a stroke. <laughs> Ken Sicknick also corrected the false New York Times report about his brother's death, reporting that his brother texted me last night and said, I got pepper sprayed twice and he was in good shape. The New York Times fake news that Sicknick was beat to death by a protester, protester was cited by the utterly corrupt Democratic impeachment manager's argument over former President Donald Trump. Guys, don't believe the New York Times. Don't believe these liberals. Liberal news rags. Don't believe any of this stuff. We have to understand, guys, that it's something that we can't 
get caught up in, and we can't be promoting it. By the way, this was a typo in here as far as this article that I'm reading about the New York Times, and it talked about the resurrection instead of insurrection. So I read, I read that incorrectly. I wasn't trying to be, uh, how should I say, funny with that. But what's also strange to me with all of this stuff is that the mainstream media continues to lie just unashamedly about everything. Why? Because they're CIA controlled. Two weeks ago on Wednesday, I did a big show on the CIA. Maybe the last Wednesday. I can't remember. Listen to that show, and you'll understand how they've permeated every single news agency that has any type of numbers in the United States and why it's so difficult to get any actual news. Now, I'm going to say one more thing again. The Operation Mockingbird group, all of this fake information has also permeated much of alt media. It has. And they don't want you to hear the truth. I had a, some friends post me on, a, on another website, a big message board with a lot of listeners. And within one day, they were getting basically fussed at because we talk about vitamins at the end of our show. And we thank people for supporting Health Masters. Now, that had nothing to do with why I was taken off. They already pulled me off this one, this chat room or whatever it was. It, it was done within 24 hours. Why? Because I got somebody mad because we probably got some of these, quote, unquote, Zionist Christians bent out of shape, and they had to find some way to get me taken off, and they used the excuse that, you know, we thank people for getting their supplements from us. We are so low-key with supplements on this show. Go listen to some of the other alt media companies. Every three to five minutes, you get sales pitches, sales pitches, sales pitches. We don't do that. And so it's so funny to me. And I warned my friend when they said they were going to post me on this. I told her, I said, they're going to get mad about my anti-Zionism comments. And she goes, oh, no, no, they'll be fine. They're very open minds. No, no, you'll see. And within 24 hours, boom, snatched back off that protocol. That's a, that, that media platform. This is why we remain independent with Global SAR, this is why we don't take advertisers. I will not be told what to cover. If I want to talk to you about Jesus, who's the author and the finisher and the perfecter of our faith, how he's our deliverer and our Messiah, I'm going to do that. You say, well, we like it when you do that. Well, you guys like it when I do that. But a lot of people in alt media, they don't like it because they're on somebody else's payroll, and it's not the good guys. Austin, what are you thinking? Go ahead and finish it up. Oh, you nailed it on the head, and that's that is continually why we will never have sponsors on this show, and we don't have commercials. Well, and also too, I hate commercials. I don't even have television. I have, I have no television. I have no cable in my house. I, that's how much I hate commercials. And so I don't. I'm not. I never do that to you guys on this. And a lot of people. I've gotten a lot of blowback. A lot of emails. People don't like me talking about masks and anti-lockdown and the truth about this delusional psychosis. People don't like hearing about that at all. I've gotten a ton of blowback over that over the months. But again, we're going to cover the truth. We're going to cover the facts, and we're going to tell you our opinion after it, and we're going to let you know this is what's going on to the best of our ability. And a lot of people continue to appreciate that, and thank you for supporting Health Masters. Also, too, in other news, I want to bring this up because Dad brought up the Capitol thing. The protest at the Capitol has been so blown out of proportion, but it has been used as a specific tool to purge and go after thousands of people now. 
This is from WND. They're saying now thousands of people have been investigated in their role in the riot at the U.S. Capitol in January, and many have been arrested and are facing charges. Now, some members of Congress are actually being investigated by the FBI as suspects. Kid you not now. They said within hours of the riot, the FBI began obtaining thousands of phone electronic records involving people at the scene, including members of Congress, using special emergency power and other measures. The FBI collected reams of private cell phone data and communications. This is insane, and it goes on to basically discuss here that the FBI has gone completely out of control with this incident that happened in the Capitol, that pretty much this administration is using the FBI as their pit bulls to go after any and all opposition. There was a protest. People walked into the Capitol after the cops opened up a lot of the doors and a lot of the gates. Multiple people got killed, most of which were protesters, one of which was a Air Force veteran who got shot in the face while she was unarmed. You don't hear about that. I mean, no discussion about that whatsoever. She paid the price for going to the Capitol with her blood. And Oh, no, 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 no. We can't talk about that. We're going to talk about people that walked into the Capitol and walked around and took photos and broke a couple windows and acted like complete and total idiots. A lot of them did. just act like idiots. But is that really what we're going to use now as justification to go after thousands of people now and start investigating and prosecuting people? I am so glad Dad and I didn't go up there. Because I know how aggressive I get in situations like that, especially when people start getting berserk. And I'm so glad we never got involved in that because now the FBI is using it as a full-blown excuse to go after any and all conservatives. Thank you again for the support, my friends. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. If you need anything, website, healthmasters.com. The awesome mag is on sale right now. Also, the GHI Chai. Got a batch of that in it's on sale on the website for 10 percent off ghi chai on the front page right now be sure to check it out thank you again for the support if you guys need anything email us call us stay prepped my friends stay awake have an awesome night i'll talk to you again tomorrow as always Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.